This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. John Ziegler is of uh, Mediaite, and uh, he is joining us now. John, first off, before we get started, how do you feel about the McRib? Are you a fan? I, I'm fine with a McRib, although I don't know how in the world I'm going to possibly follow that segment with what we're going to talk about. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. <laughs> great, great producing, guys. <laughs> well, we, you, I don't know what happened, but you yeah, weren't here. We were supposed to it start was late. with we had to, we had to fill. All right. So <laughs> I was we, here. Okay. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, so I, 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 I want to walk people through how I came across your angle on this particular story, which I have not told anybody about yet. Um, uh, we this goes to we're big sports fans here. And if you know, we'll never call you about this story on the radio show, John, because Glenn is, has knows nothing about sports. Uh, right. But as Penn State has uh, you know been in the news quite a bit uh, recently because of their you know really good performance this year um, in, 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 in football as they approached potentially going into the playoff uh, system. We we've been seeing people talking about Penn State. They're in the news. And of course, when that happens, it gets kind of thrown back to the, the Penn State scandal from several years ago. And we had talked about this on the air multiple times in that, like, it felt like the media had had found that they this terrible story and had tried to, uh, I don't know, loop in every big name around Sandusky and try to basically try to ruin them and make them responsible for what Sandusky had allegedly done. Uh, and including most famously Joe Paterno. And as that's, the story came and went and Paterno passed away and, and the aftermath of that story, his son, Jay Paterno, was one who came out and wrote a book in his defense and tried to lay out a case of say, well, maybe you guys have this story wrong. And I kind of thought that case had been inter- was sort of interesting. Pat and I had talked about maybe having Jay Paterno on at one point. And I had noticed you had been tweeting on that same sort of bent in that you were defending um, Paterno and, and talking about the story. And I, you, you sold me and I had to get you on when I saw you tweet uh, a, a tweet about Jay Paterno, essentially, I thought, accusing Jay Paterno of being too anti-Paterno, <laughs> which if you, if you I mean, I thought that was pretty amazing. And you know this story so well. You've been on it for such a long time. Can you walk us through the scandal and what people don't understand about it? And is is it true? Is Joe Paterno actually kind of been railroaded in this case? 
Well, first of all, thank you guys for having the curiosity to take a look at this, because uh, this is the most extraordinary story that I have ever heard of in my entire life. Uh, mm. I have been on it for over four years. I have no connection to Penn State. As you probably know, I've done several documentary films and on stories in which the news media has completely blown it. And my BS detector on this story was going off at 11 uh, immediately when this uh, story transpired in November of 2011. Uh, to, to answer your question more directly, I would be thrilled to take you through step by step of how this remarkable perfect storm transpired, because it's an incredible and a very, very important story going way beyond Penn State. However, we don't have three hours to do that. <laughs> um, so let me give you the short version. Here's the short version. This story, the whole Penn State scandal is hands up, don't shoot Duke lacrosse. And Rolling Stone, Virginia rape case wrapped up in one, put up on steroids because of the Joe Paterno angle. Mm. Joe Paterno is the Mm. nuclear explosion at the start of the story that sends everything off in the wrong direction. It turns all the good guys into the bad guys. It turns the bad guys into the good guys. Everything about this story, and I mean everything, is up side down. The media bought into a narrative in two days back in November of 2011, which makes no sense at all and for which there is no evidence. In fact, Mm. there is a mountain of evidence contradicting it. But once that narrative starts the snowball down the mountain, look out, because now everybody is invested in a myth. A complete Mm. myth. I've been on the Today Show with Matt Lauer twice to discuss this. I've done hundreds of interviews. The news media is not interested in the truth in this because they've already had their fun for five years. This amazing, horrendous, horrible, Uh horrific story that was a ratings and narrative Mm. giant, and now no one wants to correct it. And really, the story wasn't even fun because at least I didn't think so. I mean, you've got this beloved college football legend a Hall of Fame member who is now uh, cast into this terrible light because he didn't do anything uh, about sexual abuse. Um, so where where did I mean, is there is there something Here's that the story that they love the downfall of a legend? Yeah. By the way, yeah. there's a political angle to this. Joe Paterno was a diehard Republican, Ah. a conservative goody two shoes. And that apps. And by the way, the media hated Joe Paterno personally because he put himself or they put him or he was up on a pedestal. And these are all liberal members of the sports media. It was a slow sports week in November. The NBA was on strike. Baseball had ended. Uh, There was a low in the football season. Penn State had a home football game on ESPN that Saturday, and they had a chance to destroy this goody-two-shoes conservative legend, and they took it. And what, what, what really, the moment that this story turns is the moment that Joe Paterno gets fired. Now, why did he get fired? He did not get fired because he had done anything wrong or knew anything about Jerry Sandusky uh, being a child molester or pedophile. He got fired because there was a media-induced panic. Mm -hmm. And I have spoken to more people about this story than anyone on the planet, including for hours in prison with Jerry Sandusky himself. I know more Mm. about this story than Jerry Sandusky does. And and he's the first first person to tell you that. Mm. I I have disdain 
for Penn State as an institution. So I have no connection here. I'm just telling you, I am a thousand percent positive this story was blown from day one. The, the perfect example wow. of this is go back to the beginning. The first story ever written about Joe Paterno on this story was November 5th, 2011. The headline by a woman who would end up winning a Pulitzer Prize, which she didn't deserve in this case, because I think she blew it from day one. But the headline was Joe Paterno praised for his handling of Sandusky sex abuse suspicions. Mm. And that was the first story. He was almost a hero in this case, guys. Without Joe Paterno, I am positive, positive, right or wrong, that Jerry Sandusky is a free man today because Joe Paterno is the only person who even remotely backed up Mike McQueary, the then-graduate assistant who allegedly saw Jerry Sandusky in the shower with a boy in some sort of a sex act, except nobody backs up Mike McQuarrie's story. And there is a mountain of evidence that Mike McQuarrie didn't say, didn't see what he later claimed to see 10 years later for an event which he got mm. the date, a month, and the year flat wrong. Mm. Everything about this case is wrong. Everything. So, so this is interesting because I, 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 this is one of the questions I wanted to ask you because it's not just necessarily because my suspicion was that. Paterno got brought into this for the reasons you kind of discussed there in that like he's the big figure. He was the scalp everybody wanted. So they brought him in there and maybe he didn't uh, handle it perfectly. Maybe he wasn't the uh, you know, I mean, as you kind of pointed out, he's a goody goody two shoes. People talked about, you know, maybe he didn't uh, report it the right way, though he did report it. And though he did report it to his his superiors who were supposed to handle these types of matters. The question was, should he have followed up because he was the big guy on campus? Uh, just to kind of re- re- that was sort of the narrative at the time. But you're actually saying, too, that you think that Sandusky very well might not have even done these things. I know this is shocking to people who have not followed the case. OK, and I, I went into this presuming Jerry Sandusky was guilty as hell. All right. Mm-hmm. I, and I've got a I've got oh, a four year old daughter. I mean, like everybody else, I, I disdain. Obviously, child sex abuse this is not about defending child sex. Of abuse. course. Mm-hmm. How, how, mm-hmm. However, I, I understand that it's not a course, but people think sure. that that's what sure. they're doing. So that's that's preposterous. So when I went into this. I presume that the basic narrative was true. I just thought there's no way that Joe Paterno would have covered this up. And it doesn't make any sense. And there's no evidence for it. As I got deeper and deeper and deeper, I can now tell you, and I know this is going to sound insane to people. I can tell you with 100 percent certitude that Jerry Sandusky did not perform any sex act on anybody. He is not a pedophile. There's no one close wow, to this story. There's, there's, there's no one close to this story. And I've tried. There's no one close to this story who believes that Jerry Sandusky is actually a pedophile. It's just that this myth, it's like the Loch Ness Monster. Mm. This thing is the Loch Ness Monster. Everybody went after the Loch Ness Monster. No one believed there was a Loch Ness Monster until the media started saying there was one. And then everything after you believe there's a Loch Ness Monster is seen through that prism. Every ripple in, every ripple in the water, every shadow in the water, all of a sudden is the Loch Ness Monster. When, in fact, it's just a ripple. So it's just a shadow. And that's what this case was. And I, 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 I don't even like Jerry Sandusky. He is a dope. He is a naive dope. But that's what this case was about. It was a perfect storm and naive day. Uh, and there is no, there is not a shred. There should be O.J. Simpson-like evidence in this case after uh, five years and all yeah. of these investigations. There's nothing. And by the way, 
There is a fake victim within the Penn State system that I have tapes of in a sting operation of the main lawyer in this case who proves beyond any shadow of a doubt that this whole thing is a scam. It's just nobody in the media cares about. I'm just blown away because I, I expected defensive Paterno maybe he... He didn't know, and they right. said he knew, but he didn't, or or he did report when they said he didn't report. But t- to find out that J- it's Sandusky is not even guilty know, of sex abuse, that's amazing. Because the I, guy's I, I, in jail for it, right? I, I understand. Believe me, no one understands this more than I do. And and by the way, when I went on the Today Show the second time with Jerry Sandusky's wife, Dottie Sandusky, Matt Lauer declared my career dead on the Today Show, which, by the way, a pretty good way to go out if you're going to go out. <laughs> but, um, and, and, and he was accurate to saying that. And I knew, I knew that was the reality. This is not something I went into uh, with without my eyes wide open. But I'm that positive that wow. it's, it's not even close. <laughs> it, it's, it is not even close. There's not a shred of evidence here where there should be tons. Ton, there should be tons, and there's nothing. I, I could go through I, for well, hours. Give, and I, and give I hope me, you guys can someday revisit this because the evidence is overwhelming on my side, but no one cares because we've already decided yeah, what the narrative done. is. It's well, give me done. give me a couple of pieces because I know there were accusations. Obviously, um, uh, you Some know, guys came McQueer, forward. McQueary, who right? just got a huge award in this case, right? right. Millions and millions of dollars. He was just uh, awarded in this case. Um, so because he couldn't, you know, his case was he couldn't get a job or even a right aid and, and all of these things. So he just got millions and millions of dollars from this. But he uh, reported the case in the shower that you mentioned. There were earlier um, reports, if I remember correctly, uh, that people said that there was something shady going on with Sandusky. Uh, he remained around the campus for a long time afterwards. What is the defense of this? These accusations were obviously made at the time. Um, Actually, well, here's the problem. The timeline you have, and it's not your fault. Yeah, no, I, the, reporting, I, the reporting here has been so horrendous. Okay. F- tell me. Uh, the, the, the timeline is all off, okay? This case starts with one kid, a teenager, not an eight-year-old boy, okay? Mm-hmm. A teenager who's a track star and a wrestling star who claims at first some very vague and nebulous allegation of Jerry makes me feel uncomfortable. His name's Aaron Fisher. He's the only one that wrote a book about this case of the accusers. I urge you, read the book. <laughs> it's preposterous. The book is preposterous on its face. But nobody nobody wants to look at this because we've already decided what the conclusion is. Yeah. So as a 13 to 15 year old for two years, Aaron Fisher is the only accuser in this case. They can't find one shred of evidence, not an, uh, another allegation, not a corroborating witness. They, they, Aaron Fisher tries twice to testify to the grand jury. He fails miserably. They can't get an indictment because no one believes Aaron Fisher. So all of them, they're about to drop the case. The case is about to be dropped. And then all of a sudden, Mike McQueary falls in their lap. 
and Mc- under very odd circumstances that are, and I'm, I am the anti-conspiracy person, but the circumstances of how McQueary comes to their to their attention are bizarre by any stretch of the imagination. But I, but the more important part here is that McQueary tells a completely different story ten years later than he told to Joe Paterno and everybody else at Penn State back in 2001. And I cannot emphasize this enough: the two things you need to know about McQueary. He gets the he testifies incorrectly as to the date, the month, and the year. He thinks the event happened after 9-11 when it actually happened before 9-11. Ask yourself, if you really saw a local legend raping a boy in the shower, would you not remember the year in which Mm -hmm. that happened? Mm -hmm. But more importantly, we know who the boy in the shower was. He never testified at trial. Why? Because he said on the day that Joe Paterno was fired in a very detailed statement to an FBI trained former police officer, I was the kid in the shower. Here are things that only I could know. Nothing ever happened. Jerry was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I don't understand why Mike McQueary is saying this. And the prosecution didn't call him because they knew his story would not be consistent with McQueary. So this is bizarre. That's pretty weird. This whole story is flat out wrong. Mm. And I'm telling you, I I know you can tell from my my (laughs) manner. A little passion. I mean, Mm -hmm. this has been the most frustrating thing that I've ever dealt with in my life. I don't blame you, though, because look at what's happened. A man went to jail from this. Uh, uh, A legend was ruined. His whole legacy was thrown out the window. Penn State as an institution has been yeah. tainted forever. So why, why would they? Why, why would this happen? Why would this? Why was this all? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the here's what happens when Joe Paterno gets fired. Okay, that flips. Think about um, gravity and the North and South Poles. Imagine if you flip the North and South Poles <laughs> and the world turned upside down. That's what Joe Paterno's firing does, because now all of a sudden everybody's self-interest is upside down. Everybody's incentives is upside down. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now Penn State has a massive self-interest to self-flagellate, to take blame for things that didn't happen, show the New York Times that they get it. Oh, we get it. We were so horrible. Let us pay out all this money. And so the morning after Paterno was fired, Business Insider is a headline, Penn State on the hook for $100 million, which, by the way, turns out to be almost exactly right to the penny. Well, what happens when you put $100 million million on the table? Guess what's going to happen? You're going to get all sorts of amazing stories. And this year, we heard these utterly bullcrap stories of 1971 and 1976 accusers saying that they told Joe Paterno, well, guess what? There's a reason why the 71 and 76, which happen to be the oldest Sandusky accusers, there's a reason why they named Joe Paterno. It's either because this is the most horrendous, ridiculous, nonsensical conspiracy over 40 years that's ever happened, or... More logically, these were guys who were too old to get a settlement because they're over 30 years old in the state of Pennsylvania. That's the statute of limitations. They were not members of Jerry Sandusky's charity because that didn't start till 1977. And when you have two strikes against you in the settlement process, you need to hit a home run on number three. And number three is you need to bring it on Penn State's connection to your case. And there's no better connection to Penn State 
than naming Joe Paterno. That's what happened here. The, uh, that is how wow. Joe Paterno's name gets named. And I, this is not John Ziegler making stuff, a, a theory. I have a fake victim <laughs> in the system with tapes, okay? <laughs> with tapes. I remember. And, 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 and the tape, That's and the tape it was, yeah, it's oh, amazing. it's really important. One of the tapes I have, the story that the lawyer tells my fake victim. The lawyer doesn't know he's a fake victim, okay? This is a sting operation. The lawyer tells him what his story is going to be. It's the exact same story as the 1971 accuser. They got so much publicity, which CNN and and the woman I referenced, Sarah Gannon, who didn't deserve the Pulitzer Prize, she vouched for him and said, oh, my gosh, the 71 accuser says Joe Paterno knew about this back in the 70s. It's the same lawyer and it's the same story. Amazing. And it's fake. You know, for one hundred million dollars, I think it was 1983 when I was in the shower at Penn State. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's worth about two and a half million right there. Congratulations. You get retired. Uh, only two and a half? <laughs> uh, uh, Suzanne Dusky didn't. John, wow. we only have uh, like 30 seconds here. We're super late already. But uh, quickly, so what are you doing with all this? Are you making, you have a movie yeah. coming out? What are you putting together with all this information that you have? Well, if you go to YouTube, there's a very basic uh, documentary called The Framing of Joe Paterno, which is old, mm-hmm. but still gives people a, a, a sense of what the story is about. Look, I, I have the greatest story of all time, but no one cares because it's <laughs> Spinal Tap. They've already decided. As Spinal Tap might have said, this is one of those crimes better left unsolved, really, because yeah. no one wants the truth of this case. If anyone ever wants it, I've got it. I've got the gold mine right here. Please come and get it. Uh, Framingpaterno.com is the website. Amazing. John Ziegler, thank you so much. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.